When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The NFL season is moving right along as it always does. We are on to week six. Let's talk about some top 36 wide receivers and some deeper options coming at you right now. TFA fam, appreciate all of you rocking with us as always. Let's go ahead and just dive right into it with our wide receiver ones for week six. Kicking things off, Cooper Cup, the guy who we swore regression was coming for and does not seem to be that way. Justin Jefferson at wide receiver two. Stefan Diggs, A.J. Brown, Mike Evans, Marquise Brown, Jamar Chase, Tyreek Hill, C.D. Lamb, Debo Samuel, Mike Williams, and Jalen Waddle. Now, we are recording this on Tuesday night. We don't know what is going to happen with Tyreek Hill as of right now, and we also don't know what's going to happen with that Miami uh, quarterback situation either. So, obviously, if anything changes there, these rankings will change as well. Tyreek Hill sits. Jalen Waddle moves up. But hopefully we at least get Teddy Bridgewater. But who knows what's going to happen with this new concussion protocol, and especially with Miami being at the center of it all. So let's move on to our wide receiver two rankings. Tyler Lockett leading us off at wide receiver 13, followed by Michael Pittman, DK Metcalf. If you would have told me that Geno Smith, we would have two, two Seahawks wide receivers in the top 15. I don't, I don't know what I would have said. But Cortland Sutton is at 16. Christian Kirk looking for the bounce back week at 17. Gabe Davis, Chris Godwin, T. Higgins, Amari Cooper, Chris Olave, another concussion situation to watch out for. Curtis Samuel, 23, and then Jacoby Myers at wide receiver, 24 on the week. Kev, out of these wide receiver twos, who are some guys who tickle your fancy that you want to talk about? Speaking of the Seahawks wide receivers, I'm going to uh, hit kick things off talking about DK Metcalf, currently wide receiver, 19 on the season. And you talked about Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf. Those guys were incredible values this year because both of them were drafted later. Tyler Lockett was like an eighth or ninth round pick this year. Everybody was staying away from this from this uh, Seattle passing game, and uh, we were wrong. And so people that that's uh, you know that that took a shot on these guys, it's really paying off big time because a lot of people are using these guys as their wide receiver threes, wide receiver fours, flex option stuff like that. So, but DK Metcalf gets a great matchup this week against Arizona. Arizona is twenty eighth in pass DVOA on the year. And he currently has a 28% target share in this offense, which is 12th most among all wide receivers. He's also 11th in market share of air yards in this offense on the season. 28 uh, receptions, 372 receiving yards, and two touchdowns, with 14.6 fantasy points per game. He's also top 24 in yards per route run on the year as well, as well as ninth in yards per game past him. Now, this game uh, has already been bet up uh, from opened at a 47 and is now up to 51 up four points since the, this opening line happened. I really like DK Metcalf this week. Uh, continues to be a very strong option uh, after kind of a slow start the first two weeks. Has now put up at least 17.4 PPR points each of the last three weeks. Really love DK Metcalf. And then I'm going to talk about my guy. I feel like I just uh, keep talking about him, but I'm going to keep doing it. Uh, 
It's my goddamn show. I can do what the fuck I want. And, <laughs> and that's, that's Jacoby Myers. He's our on the season averaging 17.6 PPR points per game. Wide receiver 11. He has 27 targets with a 31% target share in this offense with a 3.11 yard per out run, which is second among all wide receivers. He missed week three and week four with injury. But since he's been healthy, he has been the absolute alpha in this offense for the Patriots. And so I don't see anything that's going to change. Cleveland's a defense that I'm not worried about trying to throw against. And if this this, uh, turns into a little bit back and forth affair, much like we saw with the Chargers and Browns last week, that I think Jacoby Myers is a very locked in wide receiver too this week. So really love Jacoby Myers. Uh, You know, whether you pick him up off waivers or you can try to go out and trade for him, which I talked about in our buy sell video that was out earlier today. Love Jacoby Myers. And I think he can be a strong wide receiver too moving forward. Yeah, I feel like this could have been uh, an off-season show from last year with you talking about Jacoby Myers. You, you've been you've been on that train for a while. I do got to give you some credit. The guy that I'm going to talk about here is going to be Curtis Samuel in this uh, disgusting, just gross Thursday night football game. But there is some things to like here. Chicago's slot corner, Kyler Gordon, has been absolutely doo-doo this year. When he is in the slot, he's been targeted 24 times. He's allowed 23 receptions, 276 yards, and two scores. Among corners with at least 50 coverage snaps in the slot, he's allowed the second highest passer rating and the most yards per snap. Curtis Samuel is currently the wide receiver 10 in yards after the catch. And if you would have told me that he was going to be 11th in targets and 6th in receptions, Going heading into week six of the NFL season. That's another one I did not have on my fantasy bingo card. So I really like Curtis Samuel in this spot, even in a you know less than ideal uh you know kind of game situation, especially from a betting perspective. You were talking about that that point total in the Arizona Seattle game. This game is headed in the opposite direction, opened up at 40 and has been bent down to 37 and a half. But still, I think Curtis Samuel will will, uh, will get his in this matchup, so I like him as a wide receiver, too. Moving over to our wide receiver threes for the week, we have Michael Thomas at wide receiver 25, followed by Deontay Johnson, Devonta Smith, Drake London, Alan Lazard, Terry McLaurin, Brandon Ayuk, Jerry Judy, Alec Pierce, Darnell Moody, DJ Moore, and Adam Thielen at wide receiver 36. Kev, out of these wide receiver threes, who's somebody that you would like to talk about? Yeah, the first guy I want to talk about is Brandon Ayuk, and this is mainly because of matchup. Atlanta has not been very good against opposing wide receivers this year, allowed the six most fantasy points. And so I do really like Brandon Ayuk this week, You know, especially if they if the Atlanta Falcons can kind of keep pace here a little bit. But he still uh, has a 21% target share on the season. He's been a little bit hit or miss, but a lot of it's been game script dependent. But I do think this is a really great matchup this week for Brandon Ayuk and this offense, this passing offense here uh, for the San Francisco 49ers. So... I do like Brandon Ayuk as kind of that wide receiver three slash wide receiver four kind of flex option this week. And then next up, once again, just hate myself, but uh, we're gonna we're just gonna keep going through this here today uh, for this week six with buys and everything else going on. And that is Darnell Mooney. Uh, Washington football team has been absolutely atrocious this year against posing wide receivers, a lot of the third most fantasy points on the year. And we're starting to see a little signs of life from Darnell Mooney. Uh, you know, over the last couple of weeks, it hasn't been anything fantastic. But I would say last week was uh, this offense, this passing offense looked as best as it has all year. 
and you know he has uh you know scored 13.4 uh, PPR points in week four. He scored 7.2 last week. Uh, he's starting to see a little bit of targets here. He's actually top he's top 10 and deep targets on the season, uh, which is good to see. Top 12 and average up the targets as well. With and he's also fifth in air and market share of air yards. Yes, I get it. It hasn't been great for Darnell Mooney so far to start the year. Uh, he is averaging 5.5 fantasy points per game right now. 88th among all wide receivers. Terrible. Just just really bad. Just awful. But in a matchup against the Washington football team, I think this is a good get-right spot for Darnell Mooney. Better things are coming for this passing offense. They're going to have to open up this offense a little bit more. And so I do think this, this game has a little potential to beat out what the Vegas odds are looking at right now to be this really low-scoring affair. And so Darnell Mooney this week, Again, if you hate yourself like me, uh, you know, if you have Darnell Mooney, I think you could fire him up as a wide receiver four this week. You know, I have him as a wide receiver three, but most people are going to have him as a wide receiver four. The guy that I want to talk about, Kev, I'm happy that you had him also as a wide receiver three, and that is Alec Pierce, who's really stepped up the past two weeks. He's totaled 15 targets, 12 catches, and 161 yards, and has yet to play more than 59% of the snaps as well, which is another feather in his cap considering he hasn't been getting you know a, a ton of run in this offense. He has a solid 25% air yard share in the Colts offense, and among all wide receivers, he is 19th in yards per target. It's not a great matchup on paper in terms of fantasy points allowed and, and all that, but the Jags have also faced Washington in week one, Indy in week two, a broken Justin Herbert in week three, a monsoon in Philly in week four, and then they played Houston last week. So that could possibly be a little bit of a paper tiger kind of situation. So I do like Alec Pierce as a wide receiver three. To go ahead and wrap this up, Kev, what about some guys who are outside of our top 36 wide receivers, maybe some deeper options for people who are maybe struggling or in larger leagues, deeper rosters, that sort of thing. First, I want to talk about Marcus Valdez-Scantling. Had his best game of the year uh, uh, just this past week. Played 81% of the snaps, which is the most he's played all year. He ran 41 routes, 8 targets, 6 catches for 90 yards, 15 uh, fantasy points. This week, they get uh, probably the game of the week against the Bills at 3 o'clock. This game is already up to a 54 over under, and I expect it to go probably higher than that before it's all said and done. The Chiefs have one of the higher implied point totals, the fourth highest implied point total on the week this week. You know, whether you have Marcus Valdez, Scaling, Juju Smith-Schuster, Gabe Davis, like there's a lot of pass-catching uh, pass options in this game that I'm going to want to look to fire up this week. So I really like targeting this game. If you have any pieces from it, I'm probably going to look to play them. So the other one would be Tyler Boyd. If T. Higgins is out this week, Tyler Boyd uh, kind of upgrades to a pretty strong wide receiver three play in my book. You know, in this matchup against the Saints. The Saints actually have not been very good this year against opposing pass catchers. They actually allow the 10th most fantasy points to wide receivers on the season. So Tyler Boyd would be a pretty strong play here if T. Higgins were to miss time because the other wide receiver there in that office, I believe, is Mike Thomas. Uh, and that's the bad Mike Thomas uh, uh, for people that remember that joke. But anyways, uh, so those would kind of be some of the guys that I'd be looking at a little bit lower for me this week. Yeah, just one guy here for me, and it's someone who's only rostered in 20% of ESPN leagues. Now, obviously, we haven't had the waivers run yet, but heading into the Week 6 waivers, 20% of ESPN leagues, and that is Rondell Moore. We finally saw some signs of life from him in Week 5. It had 68 receiving yards, and Kev, would you believe me if I told you that that is tied 
for the second most receiving yards that he has had in his young career. Actually, you probably would because he's been he's been pretty he's been pretty dreadful up until this point. But still, he, he you know we we know that he has the upside. He has the athleticism. Now in week six, we've talked about this from the other side of the matchup. Still going to be a great matchup for the Cardinals as well. The Seahawks, you know, as nice of a, as nice as a surprise they've been offensively, they've been dreadful defensively. They rank 31st in pass DVOA. They're allowing a boatload of explosive plays. The Cards are actually favored in this matchup on the road, and they have a really solid implied point total of 26.75, which is actually the second highest on the week. So with a banged up backfield. With you know, between James Conner, Daryl Williams, Jonathan Moore, they're looking at Eno Benjamin kind of towing the rock for them there. This sets up to be a pass heavy game from Kyler and company. So, I think we can see more of week five in week six for Rondell Moore. That is going to wrap it up. We appreciate all of you rocking with us. If you have yet to subscribe, please hit that sub button, hit us with a like as well while you are here. Any questions you have, go ahead and just drop them in the comments, or you can join our Discord absolutely free. Talking Dynasty, DFS, Redraft, betting, Debbie as well over there. So jump in, join the conversation, and we'll talk to you all soon. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.